0: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At Nile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: This is the Wikipedia page for Baby Esther, Part 2 of 2. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW.
1: And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding everybody to subscribe.
0: That's right, everybody. Subscribe so that you can get more episodes.
1: Now, we're talking about Baby Esther. This is part two. We're going to get into the nitty gritty because some people think that people stole the mannerisms of Betty Boop from this performer. And we're trying to get down to the uh, truth.
0: I demand the truth. Kane versus Fleischer In 1930, Fleischer Studios animator Grim Natwick introduced a caricature of Helen Kane, a singer known since 1923 for her baby voice and for replacing lyrics with noises, and later for her signature phrase, Boop Oop-a-Doop, in the form of an anthropomorphic singing dog with droopy ears and a squeaky singing voice in the Talker Tunes cartoon Dizzy Dishes. Betty Boop, as the character was later dubbed, soon became popular and the star of her own cartoons. In 1932, Betty Boop was changed into a human, the long dog ears becoming hoop earrings. It cracks me up every time that I made that prediction. What prediction? That Betty Boop was actually an anthropomorphic dog, similar to how Hello Kitty is an anthropomorphic cat.
1: You're telling me you predicted something in the past?
0: Well, but I just didn't know. And I mean, technically, they're not anthropomorphic dogs and cats. I mean, I guess Betty Boop was, but Hello Kitty is actually just a human child. But still, same idea.
1: That you predicted something that was in the past.
0: Yeah, but based on information that I did not know, you were there.
1: I know that's. I don't remember going down like you are describing right now. But there's a recording of it, so there
0: is. Yeah, it's out. It's yeah. out there.
1: People can check if they feel like you sure it. can check whether or not you predicted something that was in the past.
0: Did I? Did I predict it like on air though, or did I say it before we recorded it?
1: I don't think that it went down as you described it just now.
0: I was like, wouldn't it be funny if Betty Boop was actually a dog like Hello Kitty is like a person cat, like that go?
1: I don't think that's how it went down, but maybe. I mean it it sounds like you're making stuff up again no, so I'm that not making in the past anything. you sound correct.
0: No, I mean we have proof <laughs> of at least the recorded conversation, but there was a conversation not recorded.
1: I'm not trying to challenge you. I'm just saying I don't remember it going down as you're currently describing it.
0: Well, WikiListeners, you be the judge. (laughs) Or not.
1: Maybe just let it go, (laughs) WikiListeners. In May 1932, Kane filed a $250,000 lawsuit against Max Flasher and Paramount Publix Corporation for, quote, exploiting her image, charging unfair competition and wrongful appropriation in the Betty Boop cartoons contending that Betty Boop's Boop Boop Badoop style constituted a deliberate caricature that gave her unfair competition.
0: The trial opened that year in the New York State Supreme Court with Kane and Betty Boop films being viewed only by the judge. No jury was called. Vocal performers Margie Hines, Little Ann Little, Kate Wright, Bonnie Poe, and most notably, Mae Questel were all summoned to testify.
1: Little and Little told the court how the boop-oop-a-doop phrase had started out as a "bada indi do which developed into bo-do-dee-o-do, and finally to boop-oop-a-doop. Helen Kane's counsel asked Little, who spoke throughout the trial in a Betty Boop voice, <laughs> quote, "'Oh, do you speak like that way at home?' Little responded to the court,
0: Yes indeedy. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> They're like, oh, so you're crazy.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Oh, what a weird energy. Defense uses Baby Esther. Testimony was given that Kane adopted her singing style after watching Baby Esther perform in a New York nightclub in April 1928. Esther's first manager, Lou Bolton, testified for the defense, stating that in 1925 he coached a quote, young Negro child named Esther, teaching her how to interpolate her songs with scat lyrics such as boo-did-do-do and wah-da-da-da. Jones' manager testified that Kane had seen her act at the Everglades restaurant in April 1928 before Kane opened her act at the New York Paramount Theater. Kane had already testified that her first use of the phrase, boop boop a dupe, was during her engagement at the Paramount Theater. Under cross-examination, Bolton said that he had met with Kane at the club after Esther's performance, but could not say when she had walked in. Bolton also stated that Fleischer's lawyers had paid him $200 to come to New York. Bolton told the court that he had no idea where Esther was, and he thought that she was probably still in Paris. In fact, in May 1934, she was performing in Louisville. Esther herself did not testify at the trial.
1: After a two-year legal struggle, Max Fleischer located a sound film made in 1928 of her performing, which was introduced as evidence. In the film, she sings three songs that had earlier been popularized by Helen Kane, Don't Be Like That, Is There Anything Wrong With That, and Wada Da, which writer Mark Langer said, quote, was hardly proof that Helen Kane derived her singing style from Baby Esther. According to jazz historian Robert O'Mealy, this evidence might have been fabricated by the Fleischers to discredit Kane, whom they later admitted was their model for Betty Boop. O'Mealy also questioned if there was some sort of deal between Fleischer Studios and Bolton, and questioned if Esther was ever paid for her presumed loss of revenue. Judge Edward J. McGoldrick ruled that, quote, the vocables boop, boop, a doop, and similar sounds had been used by other performers prior to the plaintiff, and that, quote, the plaintiff has failed to sustain either cause of action by proof of sufficient probative force. In his opinion, based on the totality of the evidence presented in the trial, the baby technique of singing did not originate with Cain.
0: No, of course not. It originated with Britney Spears. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you ignore me like Victor is doing
2: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact
1: Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. Now let's get down to some real action and find out what is going on with the legacy of Baby Esther.
0: Legacy? Baby Esther is most associated today with her connection with the Kane v. Fleischer lawsuit. The film of Jones has been credited with convincing the judge in the case that Helen Kane had copied Baby Esther. Film scholar Mark Langer disputes this interpretation, which he says has become conventional wisdom.
1: No confirmed recordings of Jones are known to exist.
0: That's crazy. How could there be no recordings? I don't know. Okay. Misconceptions. Baby Esther shares her original name and original stage name with Little Esther Phillips, who was also known as Esther Mae Jones. Both singers used the names Little Esther and Lil' Esther, but Esther Phillips was of a later generation, born in 1935.
1: Photos of the model Olya Gussie, costumed as Betty Boop, taken by Russian-based studio Retro Atelier in 2008, are regularly misidentified as Esther Jones.
0: An older photo often purported to show Jones went viral when it was distributed by the official Betty Boop Checks website. The image was actually a James Van Der Zee photo of an unidentified woman.
1: Admission of Mistake In 2021, a 2015 article by PBS, which had been used as confirmation of the Baby Esther was the original Betty Boop story by many people, was removed from the PBS website. PBS retracted the story, admitted that the Baby Esther portion of the article was never true, and apologized for spreading misinformation. Oh, wow. Wow. What? (laughs) Wow. I guess, uh... I don't know. It seems inconclusive to me. I mean, yes, I get that PBS dropped it from their site, but there's a lot of weirdness going on in this article.
0: I don't know if we'll ever have proof of anything.
1: Yeah, the world is a tough place to be in, you know? We don't know for sure about anything.
0: It's true, and, like, they were saying that at one point she was the highest-paid child star, and yet how are there no preserved recordings?
1: I don't know. But then again, like, at the time, she would have to have been preserved on film, right?
0: Well, didn't she also sing, though?
1: There's probably an easy way to figure this out, actually. But uh, maybe this isn't the form.
0: All right. This has been the Wikipedia page for Baby Esther, part two of two. Thanks for listening to WikiListen. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at WikiListen. Except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your Baby Esther records.
1: If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen